Petri Dish is a product of Petri Dish Media, all rights reserved. Petri Dish is a science comedy podcast and should not be used as medical advice. Do not get medical advice from a podcast. And therefore, as a free man, I take pride in the words, Ich bin ein Science! Science! Yes. I know the human being and fire can coexist peacefully. This was now finest. Do you experience digital eye strain from too much blue light exposure from digital screens? Baxter blue glasses are not your average frames. These blue light lenses filter 80% of the highest energy blue light, eliminating 99% of glare. The past year, we have all been glued to our devices more than ever. And, you know, for this show, I end up having to do a lot of research and read a lot of articles online. I mean, staring at my screen for hours and hours as I write up the show notes and everything. Our exposure to digital light has soared, and our eyes and our sleep are suffering as a result. Baxter Blue is also a force for good, and provides a pair of reading glasses for someone in need for every pair sold. This is eyewear built for our digital age. And Baxter Blue is giving our listeners 10% off your next purchase of blue light, sleep, or kids' glasses. Click the link in our show notes for your exclusive discount. This is the sign you've been waiting for to invest in blue light glasses. We know you will love your Baxters, and we know that you will feel the difference. Guys, welcome to Petri Dish. I'm Nathan. I'm Sean. Now, you guys, maybe you know, this is May the 3rd. Mm-hmm. Okay, May the 3rd is one day away from May the 4th. Nailed it. Okay. And what is May the 4th, Sean, may I ask? Yeah, May the 4th is uh, Star Wars Day, because may the 4th be with you. Right, right, right. And so we did an episode on fusion power really recently. Right. Right. And during that episode, we discussed plasma. Right. The fourth state of matter. Yeah, which is actually, like, real, right? Like, there's a lot of things in the MCU that kind of gets thrown around, right? Like Scarlet Witch and stuff like that. But plasma is real. Yes, right. plasma is real. Yeah. It's, you know, kind of the freeing of electrons and nuclei from each other because there's so much energy going around. Right. Other words from the MCU that are also real. <laughs> yes. Right. It creates this kind of gassy soup of charged particles. Right, right, right. And a listener, I'm pretty sure it was Vikram mm. uh, from the Planthropology podcast. Yes. He suggested that we do an episode on lightsabers right. since plasma kind of reminded... Uh, him of those, you know, swingy sci-fi swords. What was your first reaction to Phantom Menace? Um, I was unhappy. Yeah, I was disappointed too. Yeah. Because I like bought all the droid Legos. Because mm. I thought those were sick house. And yeah. I saw the movie and I was like, this is implausible. And I'm uncomfortable <laughs> with this depiction of Japanese businessmen. You know? <laughs> yeah, there were yeah. a lot of rough sort of race things right. in that movie but also i played the pod racer game yeah on like the n64 or yeah. whatever at blockbuster yeah which is a lot of old person words yeah. but i remember playing that and being like this is awesome yeah this movie is gonna be great it, and uh yeah it's kind of interesting how like they started as movies sure and then were commodified right yeah and had like merchandising and then by phantom menace had become the opposite and we're like some really cool spin-off IP mm-hmm. that was based on like a pretty Garbo film. Although the opinion is changing now. Some people really love it. There's a generational divide. Right, right, right. Yes, which is fine. Yeah, TikTok. I accept you. But in any case, hey, Star Wars Day, it's a coming up. And right. we decided that we're going to do lightsabers. 
and what is keeping lightsabers from being a reality. Right. Right? So let's go ahead. Let's talk about it. I mean, everyone really knows what a lightsaber is, but just in case, what is a lightsaber, Sean? Yeah, sure. I also filled in a bunch of, like, really fun fake history things for you, Nathan, because you're a history buff. Yeah, but it's fake history. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Maybe all history is fake a little bit. Okay, well, about 12,000 years ago, (laughs) there was Jedi and Naughty. It was Naughty, right? And Naughty and Jedi fought. And then Naughty left, right? Okay, yeah. Okay, then there was a separate planet where the Sith lived. Yeah. And the Sith were a species. Yes. Lizard bros. Like, yeah. they kind of had funky-ass tentacle yeah. Cthulhu shit going on. Yes. Now, they fucked with Naughty. <laughs> and then their culture became, like, <laughs> like really Naughty. Right? Why are you saying it like and that? And then slowly, uh, the Sith as a species stopped being distinct by, like, about 5,000 before the Battle of Yavin 4. And we're just like, we're just like, Sith naughty, right? <laughs> <laughs> and like, by the Battle of Yavin 4, and the Rule of Two, and blah, 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 blah. Like, it's really just a bunch of, like, old crackers. This is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm glad you did that. What people don't know is that we actually recorded this session already. <laughs> but, but unfortunately, due to a recording error, we didn't actually, actually record it. A classic recording error. Stacy didn't press spacebar. <laughs> And so Nathan has hopped in like slightly out of order and out of context with something that like barely made sense last time. (laughs) (laughs) That makes more sense now, right? Okay. In the Star Wars universe, (laughs) lightsabers were wielded by force sensitive people like the Jedi and Sith. Cue your explanation you just did before that sentence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> about the naughty and all that <laughs> yeah, shit that you just yeah, did. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I believe that's accurate. Anyway, those are all the jabronis that are swinging around these lightsabers, but what do lightsabers look like, right? Yeah. They're these cylindrical metal handles, the hilts, and they got a power source in there, supposedly. Right. Early, early naughties used to have a, a battery pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There That's these, stupid like, shit, though, dude. That's like stupid legends shit, you know? <laughs> I mean, honestly, it makes about as much sense as anything. Yeah. Right? Like, they had a little battery pack on their belt, yeah. and then they had, like, a cord running into their hilt right. or whatever. But in any case, power source, kyber crystal is in there that's supposed yeah. to do some kind of shit. Yeah, so they, they have a crystal inside the little metal hilt. Right. Right, you turn it on. Yes. Woo! Your lightsaber comes out of the hilt. Yeah, although, why are you making the wrong sounds? It's like, uh, man, I have, te- I have tetanus. What the fuck? <laughs> I have tinnitus. Oh, tinnitus. okay. So to me, lightsaber sounds like, wow, okay. wow, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a lightsaber sound like. It's not even how tinnitus works, but yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Anyway, uh, okay, but so. so the blades, they're all glowy and cool looking. And right. they make this cool humming sound that doesn't sound like what you just did. And they like cut straight through any shit. Right. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like if they cut through a person, that wound is cauterized immediately, right? right. So there's no bleeding out. What we were talking about uh, a couple weeks ago in science news is they got muons all over them, right? Like, muon! Muon! And just, it was like dark matter straight through anything. Wow. I don't know if. I don't know if we should have done this episode. 
<laughs> we really needed to have recorded the first time we tried. Because now I'm too into it. So lightsabers, they've been around. Yeah. Like Nathan was saying, Nathan was tossing around a term before Yavin 4. Yeah. Okay. For you guys who aren't deep Star Wars nerds, Yavin 4 is like the Christ moment in the Star Wars kind of calendar, which is to say it's an utterly arbitrary <laughs> bullshit date by which we, 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 you know, catalog time, right? Sure. So 12,000 years before the Battle of Yavin 4, which is Star Wars Episode 4, A New Hope, right? You had like all wait, sorts what? of Jedi and Sith coming. So wait, Was that Yavin 4? Which one is Yavin 4? Yavin yeah, 4 is yeah. not the moon? Yeah, well, it is a moon, but Yavin 4... Oh, shit. Was Yavin 4... Which which oh, one fuck is my the ass, dude. <laughs> uh It's probably Return of the Jedi, because I feel like that's more consequential, right? Because that's when the Emperor died. Yeah, but this is like a really shitty lore, right? Yeah, but Battle of Yavin Four. The whole point is that you can also call that the Battle of Ewok Land. That's like the whole point of my existence is I want to rename it to the Battle of Ewok Land. Where's my phone, <laughs> Stacy? You need to look up Battle of Yavin Four real quick. Um. Anyway, let's 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 keep moving, and then we can come back. We can revisit this. Anyway, people put a pin in Battle of Yavin Four for useless reasons. Anyway, look, lightsabers are cool. Okay, that's what this whole fucking section was just supposed to be about. Yeah, lightsabers are cool. Nerds like them. Yeah, a lot of nerds go into science, and so there's a lot of scientist nerds that want to figure out how to make lightsabers. Is there a way to make lightsabers? <laughs> well, this is an interesting segment. But anyway, <laughs> let's go ahead and take a break. May the 4th! We need a break. And, then, you. <laughs> and when we come back, we're going to ask the question, can lightsabers be made out of a laser? No. We'll, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. Science news. So, Sean, did you hear that there's a new malaria vaccine? Oh, yeah, I think I have heard about that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really know how it works, but that's cool, right? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Is that all you've got? <laughs> I was, uh, I shouldn't have ambushed you. I was hoping what would happen is you would describe how it works because you're such an enthusiastic person, you've read about it, and then I was going to get really mad at you for stealing my thunder and then tell you to shut up, and then you're going to be like, <laughs> you're going to be like, okay, well, you tell me about it, and then I was going to flail and cry, and then we're, it was going to be the end of Science News. All right, well, let me ask you this question. Do you like what we've recorded so far <laughs> as a Science News segment? Or do you want me to go read about the malaria vaccine because I have not actually read about it? Oh, so, you haven't? Right. Uh, so I thought you were actually going to tell me something about this malaria vaccine. Uh, well, we can just end it on that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think that still works. <laughs> You'd be like, have you heard about the malaria vaccine? You'd be like, <laughs> So guys, we're back and we looked it up yeah. and it turns out that Yavin 4 does refer to A New Hope. Yeah. And that Ewok Land is in episode six. Yeah. It's Endor. Yeah, that is that is a fucking that's soul crushing for me. You know, there's like so many people who listen to this pod who are like, so many people listen to this pod. <laughs> there's so many people listening to this pod who just like knew that automatically. Sure, and are like idiots, idiots, <laughs> and they're like, how are they wasting so much time on what is obviously true? Yeah, well, you know? it's okay. Yeah, we're back now. It's like if we went to like a Baptist church and we're like, this one is wine. <laughs> They'd be like, ah, <laughs> like, duh, man. Yeah. Why are you still talking about it? I guess. I yeah. guess that's similar. Do Baptists do that? Do they do, they do that one? 
<laughs> Man, I feel real dumb now. <laughs> There's some Episcopalian right now who's like, you idiots! <laughs> Your example's dumb! <laughs> okay, well, anyway. So, uh, lightsabers, how do we make one? Yes. Yeah, I mean, do we use <clears throat> do we use plasma? Do we use lasers? Sure. Let's talk about our options. Here. Okay, so first of all, I went to Wikipedia, okay? Shout and out. Wikipedia described lightsabers as a plasma blade, as does Wikipedia. Right. So... It's like, okay, well, maybe plasma blade, but in its original conception, George Lucas called them laser swords yeah. with a Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So L A Z <laughs> laser swords. So, uh, which Sean know. and I were talking about, that's like, <laughs> whoever was reading his scripts really shouldn't have died by the 90s, because, like, <laughs> yes. that's some good advice. Whoever told him to change laser swords to lightsabers. Right. That's where Jar Jar Binks came from. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Jar Jar Binks could have been stopped by the same decision making that changed laser swords to lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I mean, we were talking about it. If he kept the name, because I mean, to give some context, is in early drafts of Star Wars, he called lightsabers laser swords. And then it changed in later <laughs> drafts. Someone presumably was like, I don't know, George. <laughs> like, laser swords don't sound like an elegant ancient weapon. Yes. Right? And so he changed it. Sean and I were joking. If it was called Laser Swords in the movie, people would have walked out of the theater, right? Like, you know, fucking Alec Guinness would be like, the eight laser sword. Like, fucking be like, I'm done, man. So otherwise, same fucking movie. Same Harrison movie. Harrison Ford, dude in a furry outfit. You yeah, know, yeah, dude. Still would have just, like, fucking gone straight to Scotsman hell. Scotsman, voice by James Earl Jones. <laughs> okay, so there is at least this idea out there. Maybe we can yeah. make it out of a laser. Right. But there are some uh, immediate sort of physics questions that come up if you want to try to make a lightsaber out of a laser. Right. Okay. Yeah. Under typical circumstances... Lasers go at the speed of light. Huh. Yeah, okay. Whoa! Sure. <laughs> well, yeah. Physics. The, which means they don't just stop at three feet. Right. Their photons go... Whoa! Yeah, they just farther. keep going. So if anyone's yeah. used a laser pointer, right, that laser pointer light just keeps going until it hits something, basically. Yeah. Usually, a like a cat's face, and it just like flips out. On <laughs> yes. you, right? It's almost always a cat. Meow. Uh, <laughs> and you know, so it's hard to come up with an idea that's gonna make a laser that just ends at like a nice, neat kind of lightsaber length. It's just not supposed to, man. Also, like a laser pointer, you don't really see a laser. Until it's running into something or getting scattered by something. Right. And so, lightsabers would be invisible, basically. That sounds more useful. <laughs> right? Ninja. <laughs> you just start swinging around, shit gets chopped up into pieces. Ninja Jetta. But okay, so that's... Yeah. Unless there was something scattering the photons, like dust or mist or something like that. Mm. And then... That's why ancient Jedi always brought a mist machine with <laughs> yes, them, yes. so they could see what they were doing in battle. <laughs> yeah, like dry ice to like, yeah, yeah. like kind of a mist. <laughs> we forgot the dry ice! <laughs> Retreat! <laughs> so also like a laser pointer... Swinging laser pointers at each other doesn't make them clash like physical swords. Right. right. Lasers don't repel each other that way. I actually used to try that as a kid. Yeah? You had to make the noise. <laughs> you know, like uh, lightsaber not sounds. lightsaber sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just dub Star Wars with our own noises. <laughs> it's, uh, it sounds like you replaced all the lightsaber sounds with droid sounds. <laughs> BB-88 or whatever that fucking little rolly yeah. guy's called. He raps, I, I think. I hate that right? That's guy. how he worked. Dude, I hate that guy. Oh. He's my least favorite part of the new series, and I don't even like him. <laughs> You're such a chungagri. You know the part I don't like? 
I don't like episode seven. Yeah, point eighty chest. I don't know why I'm being so violent. I didn't like the first one that J.J. Abrams did, and I didn't like it because it was like just a bullshit version of everything from episode four. Yeah, it was like Nazi light. Yeah, rebellion light. And it didn't even make any sense. Yeah, because the rebellion was the hegemony at that point anyway. Yeah, well, they had like a cold war going on. That pissed me off. Okay, that's so half baked. So to summarize, lasers that we use most of the time. Don't stop neatly, don't clash with each other in a physically satisfying way, and you can't really see them very well. Right. Okay. So you won't do. We're done with this section. Well, so, Ooh. I don't want to be a pansy about this. We're scientists. Okay? Fuck feasibility. Yeah, because like okay. for this episode, we're not doing biology. Right. We're doing physics. Right. And physics has nothing to do with material reality. <laughs> yeah. <Right? laughs> Agreed. It has everything to do with like what's awesome. Yeah. And we'll make it work, baby. Yeah. So let's crank this up. Let's make this awesome. Yeah. Okay. How do we actually make this laser lightsaber work? So technically, one option is actually super lame, right? If you just have a fucking physical rod. Right. Running from the hilt up to however long you want it to be. Yeah. And then a little thing at the end to be able to stop the lasers. Yeah. Right. Then you can just have the laser run in between... That, that kind of full length of the rod blade. So you have a physical rod. There's a mirror at the end. Yeah. I mean, does that... Does this even do anything, right? Like, I mean, isn't this just like a light show at this point? Like, Well, so I, I think the idea would be you're essentially using the lasers as an energy source to be able to, like, burn shit as you're cutting it. Okay, right? okay. And then the actual rod that's running along it is there so that if you were swinging two of them at each other for some reason... Those physical rods would hit each other. You know, what's right? interesting is I feel like I've seen stuff like that in the Star Wars universe, like yeah. in KOTOR. Yeah. But like, it's always like, oh, this is the punk bitch Mandalorian way to fight Jedi. Right. Yeah. They're called electro blades. Well, it's so funny, right? Because, okay, so that makes sense. Like, like I mean, it doesn't really make sense, but it makes some basic physical sense. Yeah. Whereas like, why are lightsabers only for Jedi? What is it about the force that means you, you, oh, you get to use the lightsaber and like these guys have to use an electro blade. Yeah, that's interesting. My understanding is that the kyber crystals yeah. are, like, attuned to the Force. That's stupid. Yeah, of course it's stupid. I mean, what, are they, like, a fungus? Like, they got midichlorians in there? Like, I think they grow I, and, like, absorb... Yeah, I don't know. I used to like Star Wars, and it yeah. hurts so bad to, like, have liked something and now just hate it so much for being so inconsistent. Yeah. If, if they just made another KOTOR game... Yeah, well, it's interesting because Star Wars is the kind of thing where, like, on one hand, they really let loose for a while, right? right. And they, like, let a lot of people add to the canon. And then, and like, sometimes that wasn't oh, good. Right. But also, it was rotten at its core because George Lucas, right? So, like, right. fundamentally, right. how good could it end up possibly being if George Lucas was still around being able to, like, make right. decisions? It's like the Warhammer universe. It's hard to be mad when it has a bad product or bad video game because it's, like, total dog shit anyway, <laughs> right? It's just, like, if you took hooliganism for soccer and, like, grafted onto Lord of the Rings, right? Like it's, I mean, it's for fun. <laughs> I do wonder how this episode's gonna go over for May the Fourth. <laughs> we just keep shitting on this franchise. But you anyway, else I hate is Lord of the Rings. <laughs> wow, shit. No, just kidding. Uh, anyway, I love the Bible. So, if you wanted to have it be like marginally cooler, right? Yeah. You could have that rod telescope out of the hilt, kind of like how the lightsaber toys already work, right? right? So basically, this is a lightsaber toy with lasers, yeah, but like with actual lasers on it. Yeah, that's not cool, man. I agree with you. <laughs> I, I still think that that's not that cool, right? So kind of regardless of how you make the lightsaber, you'd need pretty strong lasers to be able to cut through shit, right? right? But we do have lasers that we use to cut through stuff. Right. Like, there are lasers you can use to cut through steel plates and things like that. That's that used in industry a lot. That's cool. Usually those are 
lasers that have certain power levels that help describe how well they cut. How fast does that really happen, though? Like, can they go, like, straight through some steel? Or is it, like, one of those, like, boring modern marvels from old History Channel where it's, like, like slowly uh, through steel plate. It's a little bit more like the second, but it depends on the power of the laser. Okay, cool. And so most of the lasers that, like, uh, I don't know, you or I would run into are, like, watt lasers. Right. But... In industry, they have some kilowatt lasers that they yeah. use. Those can cut much faster. Right, some Gurren Logan watt. Okay, like but heavy. you can pump it up much higher. Sexy. That. Okay. Like, what are the wattage of the lasers they use at Berkeley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome experiments. Yeah, so about. for that, we're talking gigawatt and petawatt lasers. Dude, petawatts, okay. dude. Because <laughs> <laughs> Prince Andrew's petawatt. Don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> or in England, they say petawatt. <laughs> don't, don't do this. <laughs> I'm going to have to say this so many more times. Don't do this now. <laughs> so, okay, well, anyway. so, so a watt versus a kilowatt is a thousand times. Right, right, right. right. And then from a kilowatt to a gigawatt, that's another thousand times. Damn, dude. And then from a gigawatt to <laughs> a, a petawatt <laughs> is another thousand times. Okay. okay? And so uh, those petawatt lasers, yes. okay, are that they pull so much power right. that they would actually like drain a significant portion of the power that, like the U.S. makes or something like that. Right. If they were actually on for a very long period of time. So we're not even worrying about how you actually do the lightsaber battery part of the portion. Yeah, yeah, but let's yeah, just yeah. presume you could. Right, right, right. So with the force. So we do have petawatt lasers. Cool. At some of these fancy places. Yeah. Okay. We don't turn them on for very long. We do what are called tripped pulses of okay. it. So we just turn them on for like really short periods. Um. Yeah. Exactly yeah. like that. That yeah. was a good job. Even shorter though. Probably shorter. Yeah. Yes. Because that would be all the energy in the world six times over. It'd be a lot. Yeah. It'd, it'd be, be a lot, lot of energy. energy. Right. But. What they do here, so using those lasers, they've done some experiments that are getting kind of close to enough power to do something called breaking the vacuum, Mm -hmm. which means being able to hit a vacuum, which is a space that is technically empty, Mm. right, and creating matter and antimatter. Okay. By just having the laser pass through it. Wow. All right. Okay. And the way that this works has to do with quantum physics. Uh-oh. Okay, and something called virtual particles. Okay, so we're going to talk even more about Star Wars legend here, <laughs> all right? No, so the idea, right, is that there's like the uncertainty principle, right? right? And so what the uncertainty principle says about, or when it's applied to a vacuum, right. is the idea that like, really, there's a low chance that particles can just kind of come into existence. Right. Or something I think I've heard called like a quantum foam, that there's like particles coming in and out of existence of different masses and stuff like that. Like we see a vacuum and we're like, that's a vacuum. That's empty. Yeah. Right. But in reality, it is still a vacuum. (laughs) But, but maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like troubles with truffles. Yeah. And there's just, it's a sea of little probabilities. And every once in a while, an electron and a positron, it's antimatter and a twin, will come into existence and then annihilate each other and then disappear. In monotheism, that's called a miracle. But (laughs) let's keep going. Oh, no. Um, But what happens is if you're passing a laser through vacuum and an electron positron pair appear, Mm -hmm. the laser is so strong and has such a strong electromagnetic field with it yeah. that it pulls the electron and positron apart from each other before right. they annihilate. That's super cool. So you just start to accumulate electrons and positrons 
out of seeming nothingness. Of course, if you move the laser, then don't they still end up annihilating each other? Yeah, they'll probably annihilate eventually. But that's how you kill Ewoks. Right? There you go. There I mean, that's the, that's the whole point of all of this. Right. <laughs> you antimatter matter annihilate like the Sith. Yeah. With this kind of laser. Well, I don't know if you do that, but um, <laughs> but it's a really cool thing. I think the term is really cool, breaking the vacuum. Yeah. Um, but basically, so you can turn these virtual particles real with yeah. a strong enough laser. Right. I feel like that's like what astronauts say when they poop and they like deposit poop into space. Is they're like breaking the vacuum. Wow. They're like, oh yeah, bro, I just broke the vacuum. Right out into space. Let's let's make that a thing. So all, all, all you astronaut listeners out there. Yo, Buzz, I just broke the vacuum. So, um, <laughs> great, great. Um, so this whole uh, virtual particle, super strong laser thing, yeah, seems kind of like a non sequitur, but it actually might be a way. It is not that laser lightsabers could feel physical to each other. It is a sequitur. Yeah. Yeah. Just a regular old sequitur. Mm. It, it's a way that they could feel like solid things hitting each other. Okay. Is if they're strong enough that they're actually producing such a strong radiating electromagnetic field. Yeah. That the radiation that's being created might be able to impart enough momentum to feel like pushback. Yeah. When the two blades are hitting each other or right. getting close to each other even. So, you know, if you could make a laser lightsaber... If you just made them really super fucking strong. Right. Then that could be a way that they repel each other. Right. They only need to use about 2.4 times 10 to the 25 joules per minute. Okay. So a lot. Yeah. That's about six suns worth of total energy production. Right. Okay. But so if you made a petawatt lightsaber or what's often just called a pedo saber. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you that's what we call it in the industry yes so if you had a pedo saber yes <laughs> just turn it on so this is how you could like block laser bolts that are getting shot at you by like very inaccurate stormtroopers sure yeah laser bolts don't make any sense anyway but yeah, like, sure, right, yes sure. yes that that is how you do yeah. that so another potential issue with laser lightsabers was that they would just go on forever right, right. like say we had mirrors or something though yeah, unless unless you put like some physical mirror there, but then how is it being held in place? Blah blah blah. Hmm, but string, as it turns out, yeah, <laughs> as it turns out, <laughs> it's actually it's hard, but it's not impossible oh. to make light end at a certain point. What the shit? Yeah. So what you need to do is you need to have light that's polarized in a really specific way. Okay. And when it's polarized in a certain kind of way. They'll sort of hit each other at a certain point, and they'll reach a finite little cone of light. Oh. So you'll have a lens, and then the light will come out in a little cone and just kind of end there. Okay. Gosh. Well, I don't know, Sean. I mean, this kind of sounds like another government boondoggle. I mean, is this really worth investment? Oh, well, I don't know about investment. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this much. The visible light yeah. wavelength, when you make a little cone out of it, the cone is about a millimeter tall. Okay. So not good enough right. for a lightsaber or even like a shiv or anything. Jeez. Like, that's not, you know, that great. But... Maybe there's some kind of way they can make that longer. Yeah. The paper I was reading about it was hard to understand. Right. Because <laughs> I'm not a physicist. But I think it's it in, tied. It was in Klingon. <laughs> I think how long it can be yeah. is tied to the wavelength of the light you're trying to use. Right. So there might be some intrinsic limitations that make it so that you can't make them that long. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. I think to wrap it up, laser lightsabers. Dog shit. Yeah. Not my favorite. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons why both Wikipedia and Wikipedia agree mm. lightsabers are plasma blades. Okay. Okay. So why don't we take a break? And when we come back, 
Let's talk about the plasma version of lightsabers. Cool, cool. The following is an actual advertisement. Book Retorts is a podcast about what happens when you try to explain your weird media finds to your friends. We've got dragons. Davio's dragon, which name is Deborah. Deborah the dragon. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> it's so good. And questionable science. They want to like drive the moon out of the solar system and like fly it off like a big spaceship. And it's bonkers. <laughs> Destroy the Earth. Nancy Drew investigates. There's a new boy in town. But is he human or vampire? And ask the tough questions. And how is it that you explain the coffin in your parlor? Which is a legitimate question. <laughs> I got it. And it doesn't make sense in the books either. <laughs> There's also romance. They ruin their nice date. I, well, that was the whole point of karate chopping the person earlier and coming into the <laughs> right. restaurant, Sam. So join us every Wednesday as we take on the weirdest books, movies, graphic novels, and whatever else we find over at bookretorts.com. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Anyway, Sean, all that shit was academic. Oh. Because lightsabers are plasma. Yeah. Okay. So how do you make that? Yeah. So plasma is much easier to have end at a certain point. Right. Okay, so that particular issue doesn't come up quite in the same way, although one thing is that plasma is kind of more gas-like. Right. So if you just have a hilt and then plasma coming out the end, right. it kind of disperses right. more than it stays in like a coherent kind of blade. Yeah, that won't do. Unless you're using a magnetic field to contain the plasma in some kind of way. Okay. All right? So that's just something to keep in mind. But some other design constraints that we need to think about is with your typical kind of plasma, like a typical laser, it doesn't feel solid if you swing it into another chunk of plasma. Right, okay. it goes... Yeah, well, so if you were using an electromagnetic field to contain your plasma, and then you swung it into another lightsaber built like that, the magnetic fields would get all fucked up, and probably all of your plasma would explode out. That's bad. Yeah, yeah, especially if it's, like, pretty high energy and, like, a good amount of plasma. Like, you could get burned. It's more like a Holtzman shield. It could get pretty explodey. Cool. So, you know, basically, you'd, you'd want to watch out for that kind of thing, right? Okay. So, in order to make a plasma lightsaber, things that we need to solve are we need to make it a certain shape, and we need to make it feel solid. Right? Okay. Well, this is where we're going to bring in a guest star, right? Yes. Since we're talking about theoretical garbage anyway, yes. let's bring in the master theoretical garbage, yes. Michio Kaku. Yes. Okay. So we've talked about pedo blades. Let's talk about Kaku blades. <laughs> yes. So Michio Kaku, for people who don't know, is a 74-year-old theoretical physics chad. Why is he a chad? Because he's just swinging his dick around. He's, he's, like, he's like the Neil deGrasse Tyson of theoretical physics. Isn't the Neil deGrasse Tyson the Neil deGrasse Tyson? No, of he's of astrophysics. Oh, okay. He's okay. astrophysics. Michio Kaku is like theoretical physics, right? Just, He's doing string theory shit. I was about to ask, because I know Neil deGrasse Tyson used to like string theory, but like it didn't pan out fast enough. Yeah. When I say fast enough, I mean like 40 years. And then he was like, <laughs> actually, string theory can see, eat my dick. Yeah. Is, is Michio Kaku still on the string theory like train? I think he's galaxy brained it. You know it's, what I mean? It's, it's just so elegant. <laughs> yeah, I think the math is so elegant. It has to be true. I think Michio Kaku is like in all places at all times when it comes to physics. There you, you know? go. So it's pretty easy to believe in several <laughs> yeah. dimensions. Okay, so Michio Kaku took some time out of his busy schedule of utter bullshit to design some more bullshit. <laughs> it's like, uh, what does his lightsaber look like? It's a little mean to Michio Kaku. We're being a little mean, eh, but he okay. he did he did make YouTube videos oh. on how to make a lightsaber. Oh, okay? and so it looks like Yoda. 
No. He's got these like flowing locks of white hair. I'm sure there's yeah. a Yoda that has flowing locks <laughs> of white fuck? hair. Anyway, like so Yoda's Chad brother. His design. Goda. <laughs> <laughs> For great dick, Yoda. I thought you were gonna go with Gouda. <laughs> Gouda. Fat dick I have. <laughs> His Gouda. I don't know about all this. Uh, so, um, his lightsaber looks kind of like the lightsaber toys that are out there. Yes. Okay. okay. In that the blade is ceramic. Right. And it's kind of this rod coming out of the hilt. And the ceramic would be hollow and would also have holes in it. Yeah. And then the plasma would come out of the hilt. There'd be an electromagnetic field to help control it. But it would also leak out of the holes. Right. Okay. And that plasma leaking out of the holes, that's going to give you that like burny oomph. You know what I mean? That, that burny you want. oomph? Burny oomph. Because <laughs> it burns stuff. Oh, I see, see. But like, it's also oomph. You know, I, I... Here's one thing to think about. Okay. Michio Kaku 74, right? Yep. So he was like, what, in his 30s when Star Wars came out? How old is Star Wars? Okay, that came out in 79 or something, right? Or 77, I think. Sure. So 87, 97, 07. You're counting up? 17. Yeah, so so he was like, so yeah, he was like 30 when it came out, right? Yeah. What is a 30-year-old man doing watching Star Wars? Dude. And then getting interested in it? No, here's the thing. A lot of people went into New Hope, and they were seeing like shit getting blown up and stuff like that. It was like revolutionary for like effects. In, like even above the age of 19? Yeah, come on. What? I'm 33. I feel like if I saw something really revolutionary in the theaters, I'd still I'd still do it. I don't know, man. I remember when Avatar came out. That or, wasn't shit. <laughs> I, was, I was told to think it was a revolution. Yeah, it was ass. <laughs> and we're still destroying the planet. And shit's still not in 3D. I guess it is, but like bad. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Who cares about 3D? Yeah. Anyway, it was a dumb idea. So okay, that one okay. didn't work out. Okay. Anyway. Uh, Michio Kaku. So he's... Oh, yeah. He has his YouTube videos where he's designing ceramic rods right 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 well so like i said the two problems that we wanted to try to fix were how to give it a certain shape and how to make it solid right okay you can solve that by having a ceramic rod attached to your hilt okay right because that makes it solid and that gives it a specific shape okay so does the plasma just go around the ceramic it goes in the ceramic because it's hollow right and it leaks out of the holes okay and then dissipates basically okay cool now the limitations of this one, energy, but that's a problem with all lightsaber designs, right. so we're not going to worry about it. Right. Two, honestly, a lot of these plasma ones in particular would make a really fucking hot area close to the hilt. Right. I mean, yeah. So you need to figure that out a little bit. Right. I've heard some interesting things about that for our final section. Oh, shit. But anyway, and then the third one is it's lame as shit still to have a fucking physical tube attached to your hilt. That's just right. not cool, right? Yeah. The whole point of this is we want fucking... Just like a, a goddamn, you know, three feet of just like pure energy bullshit. Thing, right. right. You want to just have the little metal cylinder. Right. But then expands. Right. Yeah. Okay. So Michio Kaku, he doesn't do it for him. Not anymore. No, he doesn't. Okay. So in our final section, let's talk about it. How about a real fucking lightsaber that kind of satisfy all mm. of these things, right? So kudos for this section to Jumping Liao. Nailed it. Nice. Yes. So I was out there. On the internet, like I do. Yeah. Okay. And I was looking for a paper that would describe a lightsaber design. Right. And what's incredible is there are actual papers written like scientific papers about yeah. lightsaber design because nerds, right? Right. So I found this paper by Chung Pin Liao. Mm, the eponymous writer of Chungking Express by Wong Kar Wai. What the fuck are you talking about? Some, someone's going to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Keep going. So how does he deal with the two main design concerns? Yeah. Right. Being solid and having a fixed length. I 
should put the caveat that I don't know physics well enough to know if all of this stuff is technically possible. Right. Okay. He sounded very convincing in the paper, <laughs> but but he also said a lot of words I hadn't heard of before. Right. So one part of the idea on how to make it be a finite length and keep the plasma confined in that, like a cylinder, is to shift the amplitudes of the pulses of the electric field vector and the magnetic field strength vector. Right. Okay. Okay. So basically what that does is, uh, so like all of this energy... The containment of the plasma, yeah. right, is happening in some kind of magnetic field. That's mm. how we like to trap plasma into shapes. Okay. Right? And you can sort of change the shape of the magnetic field by kind of tweaking certain physics math terms okay. here and there. Like making one thing have more energy than the other thing, stuff like that. Okay. What he's saying is that there's a way to tweak those so that at a certain point, they just kind of cancel each other out. All right. And then they just disappear after a certain length. So, theoretically, you should be able to have a magnetic field out to a certain length, and then it'll just kind of cut off. Okay. Okay? But what about the solidness part? Okay? So, for this, what he said is that you can introduce oscillating waves into the plasma, and then apply a direct current into those waves in a kind of swirly pattern, sort of like on, what are those things? Uh, Candy canes. You know how they have like a red ribbon around it? Okay. It'd be like that, except with electric charge swirling around your plasma that kind of has these waves in it that are called shear alvin waves which are magnetohydrodynamic waves what the fuck <laughs> and so you have this swirly pattern and what you do is you'd have the swirly pattern in like let's say the counterclockwise direction okay okay and what that does is it creates an electromagnetic field going out that would repel anything that's twisting in the same direction okay so if all lightsabers were built to twist in the same direction they would repel each other when you swung them. All right. If one person switched the direction of their lightsaber, yeah. then as they swung it towards your lightsaber, they would attract each other, pull each other in, and then probably pass into each other, disrupt the plasma beams. And it'd be kind of like in Ghostbusters where you're not supposed to cross the beams yeah. or whatever. Well, you cross the beams. Yeah, okay. Okay. And then there'd be like a big explosion. Uh, that's exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. So that's one way that Ghostbusters is the same as Star Wars. Right, or more scientifically accurate. <laughs> yes, in, much better. In an unexpected duel yeah. for scientific accuracy, Nailed Ghostbusters it. wins. They did it! <laughs> so, if you had a strong enough electric field, then yeah, the blades could feel solid. That's kind of cool. Yeah, so, you know... But how would you know what it feels like? Because if you touched it, you'd die, right? You'd be like, ah! It, it would feel solid when it hits another lightsaber. Ah, okay, cool. Yeah. Wait, wouldn't it blow up if it hit another lightsaber? Well, the well, idea only is Only that... if you did the switcheroonies. Right, 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 right. right. So, so if, if they are both spinning in the same direction, if they're both swirling counterclockwise, for example, yeah. they would repel each other, mm. but it would sort of feel like... You'd swing them at each other, and then they would stop because they couldn't get any closer. This is, well, that's cool, man. Okay, so we have one model for a lightsaber that is impossible because the energy requirements are utterly ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah. But would be cool. Yeah, and I think besides the energy requirement, I think the way that it works is set up so that even the heat aspect of it wouldn't come into play because of the, the waves and right. the plasma and its shape. Yeah. So, hey, that's all pretty sweet. Well, the way that it works is still fundamentally less useful than bullets. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. I mean, really. <laughs> yes, yes. It could have just been bullets the whole time. Yeah. Anyway, I hope everyone had a nice May the 4th. Mm-hmm. 
I assume most people go around their lives not celebrating it in any meaningful way, but if you did... This year, guys. Yeah. Hit up May the 4th, get high. Bang a Wookiee or something. Bang a Wookiee. Safely, because coronavirus is still happening. That's but true, that's true. Just so long as you're being safe, use protection. And there's an uptick in syphilis rates. Is there? Yeah. So I can't tell Syphilis and COVID. So watch out with safe sex Wookiees. All of us this year. Let's let's thank Stacy Song, our sound lord and engineer. Thank you, Brian, for art. Oh, and animation from Stacy. Woo! Right, right. We got to shout that That's out. That's true. And yeah, petridishpod at gmail.com is our email. Twitter at dishpodcast. We have a Patreon at patreon.com/petridish. Mm-hmm. And we will see you all next time. May the fourth be with you. Da 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 da